0: What is up, my peoples? Here we go. k back here with the Blitzburg Coverage Podcast. Back here for another episode. Welcoming y'all to a fine Thursday as we have some football tonight. Seahawks, Cowboys. Uh, a nice preview episode here we got for y'all as we dive in and catch y'all up with this week. Injuries, all that good stuff. And uh, kind of just talk about... Uh, Where we are at this point in the season As we enter the final month of the year Today is November 30th Last day of November As tomorrow starts December And December as we know Is where uh, Playoff teams You know let, let their case be known And teams that won't be in the playoffs Will be kicked out As there are seven seeds In both conferences And right now we Reside as the 5th seed for the time being, which it looks like to me It's going to be either we get the 2nd or 1st seed, maybe the 3rd Or we get the 5th seed because the Ravens might just win the fuck out for all we know But uh, I am your host, K-Mac uh, Wow um, Coming at y'all from a Thursday, usually I wait till Friday to do these things But your boy may be traveling for a little trip this weekend Uh, so we need to get this in and talk about what's been, what's been cracking and talk about, uh, where we are at this point in the season as we are seven and four second place in the AFC North and, um, let's dive in, man. so obviously we come off of a much needed bounce back victory. Offense looked alive though. The points don't say it, but the field, the play on the field says otherwise, um, so, let's talk about who we're playing, man. Arizona Cardinals, a two-win team. Obviously, a lot of that has to do with not having Kyler Murray for most of the season because of the injury he suffered late last year against the New England. New England Patriots, a torn ACL. And honestly, since he's been back, he's looked okay. I mean, I got him in fantasy. I know numbers can kind of uh, be a little misleading, but it looks like he's played all right. He looks like he's back to himself. So, we got a full... 100% Colin Murray coming in with the former alumni, James Connor out of Pitt. Um, obviously, he was with us for uh, quite some time. I mean, we drafted him, what, 2017? Yeah, with that Juju class and TJ class, that draft class in 2017. Um, he's also kind of had some injury problems in Arizona, but um, when you look at the Cardinals. I mean, they just got waxed by the Los Angeles Rams. A lot of that was because Kyron Williams, the Rams' starting running back, just came back. So, um, you know, you look at Arizona; they're a two-win team, not very good. They've hung around some games. Uh, notable wins, I guess, would be the Cowboys, and I don't even remember who the heck they beat for their second team. I have no clue because they choked against the Giants in week two. I have no clue. Then, no clue. Um but as we look into this game this is the ultimate trap game because we've seen it before with Mike Tomlin I'm not going I'm not going to praise him I'm not going to belittle him I'm just speaking from facts There have been many games where we should win but we don't win or we win by the skin of our teeth I'm thinking this is gonna be a game where we win probably within one score. I mean that's how all of our victories have been this season, and that's how a lot of our victories have been since the turn of the decade since twenty twenty we really don't knock anyone out. we don't really i mean there were some games in that twenty twenty year, but really since Canada's been there um no wins really with double digit margin of victory, you know so Canada's gone, as we know. You know, one of the best Tuesdays of my life. Probably top six Tuesday. Um, Arizona defensively also really isn't that good. I mean, I guess Buda Baker. uh, Try to think of some other players, but I mean, I got nothing, man. This is a game we need to win in order to keep up with the rest of the AFC because this thing is a fucking dogfight, I mean, as far as Getting into that final couple of spots, it's all within a game of each other. We also need to watch out because we have head-to-head losses with the Jaguars and the Texans, who are right there with us. Obviously, a lot of that remains to be played over the next month. If we just do our part, we'll begin this thing. But let's not look too far ahead. Let's just talk about this week. Uh, as far as injuries, uh, injury report today showed Minka was full. Uh, first time we've seen that in a while, so he's been a full participant leading back to yesterday and today. Montrevis Adams has also been a full participant, so that's big time. Um, obviously, we know what Mika brings. I mean, we're talking about one of the best safeties in the game and the leader in our secondary, no question. Um, Montrevis Adams, more of a defensive line depth piece. He'll be a nice rotational player to get back in there to give Keanu Benton some snaps. Some breaks, you know, give our D line just a little bit of a break. Um, so that's where we are with that. Deontay also went home with the illness today. Hopefully should be back Sunday, but you know, we'll see. That would not be good to see him go down for a illness, but yeah, we'll see, you know. We'll see what tomorrow and Saturday brings us injury report wise, as tomorrow will be the final day for that. Um One thing I want to key in on is, during the past seven games, and I want to give Terrell Austin, the defense, and Mike Tomlin major kudos for this uh, statistic I'm about to bring up. The past seven games, since dating back to that Ravens game, we have held every opponent to 20 20 points or below that, and no other team has been able to do that, so... When you consider the fact we've lost Cole Holcomb, Quan Alexander to season-ending injuries, we have had Minka since that Jacksonville game. Uh, Kim Hayward was still working his way back, didn't make his way back until Tennessee, and he's still making his way back. I don't think he's 100% healthy, but uh, his effect on the field is, is um, just not talked about enough. Especially against the run. I mean, since he's came back, nobody's really run it against us like that. I mean, you look back early in the season, we were getting ran all over. But um, the fact that seven games straight, we haven't allowed 20 points really just brings me reminiscent, like it makes me reminiscent of uh, last season. You know, you look from that Cincinnati Bengals game, the second one, till the season's end, we didn't allow 20 points. And that's the key thing. If uh, you know like I mentioned way before the season if we just hold teams to below 20 I believe we can beat every team And that my point literally just resides like I just know how this goes Check my timeline y'all like literally check out the timeline Your boys on point with most of this shit um, And it's just crazy to me to think this defense has done that without even Minka Cam Hayward, and T.J. Watt playing a quarter together. They've only gotten to play a few drives together. Now, if that doesn't scare the rest of this conference, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to get too high on my horses, but if this offense can be even manageable and score 20-ish plus points, I think we're a real dark horse in this thing. But... um Major kudos to the defense. I mean, they literally have, they are the biggest reason why we are in 7-4. and four. And like I said, not having our three best defensive players on the field together. Just wait. Just wait. But um, let's talk about this game, how I think it's going to go. I'm expecting a 21-14, 21, 14, 21 uh, sixteen type of game. I think we'll probably win by one score. Then the biggest keys to this game are gonna be uh running the football first off, doing what we've done the past month. Really since the bye week has had a has have a great, efficient running game, whether it's Najee or Jalen Warren. And I'm so sick of the debate with our fan base. Our fan base is so annoying. Some of you guys are just so toxic. There's no way of making any of y'all happy. There really isn't. They're both good backs. They both have different roles. They both have different skill sets and can be utilized differently. If Warren's not having a good day, Najee can pick up the load. See last week. If Najee's not doing well, we got Warren to pick up the slack. Either way, we got a good running game. Just take it for what it is. Since Big Brother Jones, Bobby Jones is in there, we've had a running game, except for that Cleveland game. But now that Canada's gone, I expect things to be different a little bit this week now that we actually have a week of game planning, not just midweek. So I wonder if there will be any different wrinkles put in there. Um, I still think Pickens needs to see the ball more. But if the running game's there, I'm not really mad at it. But for this game, I think just getting back to what we did last week. I mean, running the ball, maybe working some play action, utilize Moose in the middle. When you have one-on-one shots on the outside with Deontay or Pickens, I'd rather throw it to Pickens in a one-on-one situation if I need an aggressive or a body possession type of catch. Rather, I see go to Pickens, but Deontay is a good route runner. Uh, I don't need to speak down on his name because everybody's already done enough of that this week. I already made, I already made y'all well aware of how I felt after that fumble play. Completely ridiculous. Unjustified. Just pathetic effort. Totally unprofessional, but he's owned up to it. Move on. Let's get on to the next game. We have a big game this Sunday against Arizona that we need to win in order to stay in this race. So 7-4, I'm going to pick up. I'm going to pick the Steelers here to win. Um, 21-16 is my score. I think we probably scored three touchdowns. Maybe 20-16 with a field goal or two there from Boz because he's been He's been great this year. He only has one miss. I want to say, yeah, one miss, uh, which was like that dang near 60-yarder against Jacksonville after uh, an apparently off-size, for whatever that's worth. Um, If you all remember that from way back in October. But we are here in December ball, and I think we get the job done. Defensively speaking, uh, we need to watch out for Marquise Brown. They don't have Zach Ertz. Trey, uh, Trey McBride is their big tight end. Really, for me, it's about keeping Kyler Murray in the pocket. making him beat you with his arm, and um, this pass rush is going to do its thing. Uh, just got to keep the got to keep them backed up, no third manageables. and um and get to Kyler, man. Don't let him extend the play. That's when he's at his best, extending plays, throwing the move, and get outside of the pocket. So for me, defense just stop the run, make them one dimensional. Offensive line, do y'all staying? Y'all been doing good. Uh, I would like to see a picket throw a touchdown or two this week. I think that'd be phenomenal. Hopefully a two-touchdown would be cool. Maybe a move touchdown, maybe a Pickens. Or maybe we'll just run the ball. I'm not sure, but let's just look back at that recipe we did last week and just replicate it again. And I think we will do that to an extent. I don't know if we'll get 400 yards again, but could we at least get 300-plus, 350-ish, Hopefully. And uh, we'll see how the coordinators coordinate this week. Did pretty good last week. And, um, yeah, not a whole lot really to say about this game. It's kind of a weird game. It's out of conference. We don't to play Arizona, so not a whole lot of familiarity there. Um, everybody's pretty much healthy, honestly. Nobody really big outside of Minka and nobody else. Still curious as to why DeMarvin Leal hasn't played much this year, which is definitely – Interesting to think about considering he was supposed to have a bigger role, but eh, it is what it is. Trent Thompson looks to be a solid player for us that has stepped up massively in the shoes of uh, Minka and KZ stepped up as well. So really think just a couple weeks ago, man, just a lot of miscommunication, especially in that Green Bay game, and it looks like they've really settled down in that area and uh, just need to catch some interceptions that we showed last week and would have been a way better game. But nonetheless, I had Pittsburgh winning this game twenty to sixteen. If you're a betting man, I'd probably pick Arizona to cover the spread just because we don't win big game. We don't win big. We win, but we don't win big. Figure what I mean. But nonetheless, uh, points allowed. This defense is top six in the league, so we just don't allow points. We just don't allow points. We allow plays, but we make the plays when we need to, and that's why we are where we are. And we don't turn over the ball. That's also a huge factor. So, same formula for me. Let's do it this week and let's get get out of Pittsburgh and uh, get a win. Let's get to 8-4 and see how the rest of the the league uh, shakes out. And um, Baltimore's on a bye week. Cincinnati plays Monday night against Jacksonville. And Cleveland, uh, they play the Rams. So, you know, we'll see how the rest of the division goes. Got to keep our eye on that as well. But I will talk to you all. Uh, probably Monday or uh, Sunday post game, as we recap what happens and what goes down this Sunday for a big showdown. It's a big, it's a big game because we're in it, and uh, that's all I got for today. I'm gonna head out of here. Hope you all enjoyed the podcast. A little preview: How do y'all feel about this Arizona game? You feeling good, bad, confident, optimistic, pessimistic? Let me know what y'all are gonna think. Uh, Prediction wise, who y'all got? and um, give me some feedback on how I'm doing. you guys like the podcast, yes or no? Please let me know. Ask feedback is highly appreciated, and ask me questions if you want. I don't even, I'll answer anything, man. So your boys out. Y'all have a good Thursday, and uh, enjoy the game tonight between Seattle and Dallas. Peace.